Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mandory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Hope you're having a great Honda day. <laughs> it's a Honda day season, of course. I heard from a lot of people about that. Was everyone celebrating in their own way? Yes. That's they were. Good. They really were. Um, I mean, I think, you know, it's just happy Honda days just bring joy. Yeah, it's tradition that you make a small Honda Civic Type R out of gingerbread every year. Oh. Yeah. Should we get a little Honda ornament? I mean, if they're not sponsoring the podcast by the time we're done, we're doing something wrong. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah. How has your week that has had some rain in it been? Mm. Well, yeah, it's been kind of cold and rainy here. It's been fantastic. Matt has enjoyed it. Um, you can't play tennis in the rain, so that's bummer. Court gets too slippery. Right. Uh, weird lack of indoor courts here in Los Angeles. Well, it's because it doesn't rain that much. I know, but it... Just a, I would say oppressively hot 
That's fair. And tennis court sort of radiates heat. That is also true and attracts the sun. And also, like, not only do you have to deal with the UV rays directly coming down on you, but apparently they're going to bounce back up off of that surface. Yeah. You know, I don't even know where one would find indoor tennis courts. In the world? In Los Angeles. Yes. That's what I'm pre... I am suggesting that you and I have found a hole in the market. And we open up our own indoor tennis court. <laughs> I mean, I learned how to play on an indoor tennis court at, you know, in Brookline, Massachusetts, in the yep. big recreation center gym. I mean, it's like... Tennis court gym. They've got them all over New York. Um, I think there should be some here. Yeah. Well, right now there aren't. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get on it. Um, today, Henry skipped his nap to go to a birthday party. It's never been done before. Yeah, he was a little confusing. He's, he's a weirdo. Confused or confusing? No, he was confusing. Me. Oh. In his desire to go home and put his rain boots on but also go to the party but also nap at one o'clock yeah he wanted to do all those things at twelve thirty. and i was like well if we go to the party you can't nap at one o'clock mm-hmm. in fact you can't nap at all and he didn't totally grasp that because as we were leaving the party he's like like asking if he if he was going to go home and take a nap and i was like no i think he's still going to fight us on bedtime well we're going to have to fight back. Yesterday was an action-laden day for him. You know, we kicked off the Honda Days right with the Honda Days sing-along show. <laughs> and went down to the Walt Disney Concert Hall for what was billed as an amazing holiday time. Um, it's this holiday sing-along they do at 11.30 in the morning. A lot of families are there. People taking picture with Santa. Henry wanted to ride the escalators. And the elevators. And the elevators, the end. <laughs> we went into the concert hall. Show began. We he said, heard. No, he said, you forgot to say that he was like, I'm tired. Like immediately. Oh, second he sat down in the dark? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he like snuggled up against you. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh. they sang. He was really good at clapping. He was really good at clapping. He loved clapping for everybody. But we got through uh, Joy to the World and Deck the Halls and and uh, I think, wait, was that all that we got through? Um, and then Jingle Bell started. Jingle Bell started out. and he wanted to go. Yeah. So we paid for those tickets and we saw 21 minutes of it, which... You know, whatever. It's the fun of having a kid. And then we went home. Nap time. He fought us on nap. Even though we left that show because he was tired. (laughs) And then in the afternoon, you took him scooting? Yes. We went scooting. We went to Starbucks. He got a bagel Mm -hmm. and cream cheese. Mm -hmm. I got a drink. We sat 
and had a little, you know, mother son uh meeting. <laughs> Not meeting. What'd you discuss at the meeting? Uh, no, I mean we just had like a investment little investment opportunity. We just had like a nice little, nice little moment, nice little snack moment. You know, you can have those all the time, honey. No, I know we do have them all the time. All you but I do just... is schedule it with him. You know, I yeah, but um, I do enjoy those little. Like... Oh, I forgot to mention too. He was up at five. 18 yet no oh was it five was it five five it was either 508 or 518 on that on yesterday with this day where his he had an action pack schedule so after their mom henry time we went to zoo lights los angeles zoo if those of you uh, aren't familiar with it, it's the holiday season. So what they do is they put up a bunch of lights. <laughs> they build these like large sculptures. This year, a lot of them were animated. Um, I'm trying to describe them to someone who hasn't seen them. They're canvas. They're animals. They're canvas animals that light up. Kind of like anytime you'd see like a, Think of like one inflatable Santa on a lawn, mm-hmm. but with a hard structure, not just air. Yeah. And they're all animal shaped. Yeah. So not very holiday. <laughs> right. No, that wasn't very holiday. Um, but we didn't go into the little like Christmas village thing. No, that was a big hit last year. Yeah. It seemed very crowded. It, it was very crowded. It was very crowded this year. And we were there until what time? We were there until... 7.30? I mean, at least. At least, yeah. Already like a half hour past Henry's bedtime. Yeah, and and we left because he insisted on leaving. He was like, I want to go home. Yes. So after we did the Twinkle Tunnel, mm-hmm. we got out of there. I saw two, uh, two people I used to work with at Goldberg's, two makeup people. Well, a makeup and a hair. <laughs> Molly and Melissa. It was fun to run into them. Yeah. I was like, how's, how's what's going on over there? Anything cool happening? I'm like, no, nah, just one person got COVID this week. That's like the most exciting thing that happened. <laughs> um, and then we came home and he was like, why did we leave zoo lights? He didn't say it until he was already in bed. That's true. Yeah. He was like, why did we leave zoo lights so early? Put him in his crib. And he said, no, he said, mama, I wanted to spend a little more time oh, at yeah. the zoo. That's right. I was like, oh, that's funny because you were very insistent. He's always framing it. He's always like, um, he's got this weird sort of frame. He frames everything in hindsight. Yeah. (laughs) He's never present for anything that he does. You know what I mean? It's like he's, it's always like, but I wanted to do this. Yeah. After we had made a decision and done the thing. This is many hours before. Yes, totally. He loves bringing it up in hindsight. Yes, yes. Um, partially because I think he runs out of things to say. <laughs> but he fought us on going to bed and taking a shower. And I kind of like, I I lost it kind of a little bit. I was yelling. Mm. I mean, mostly I yelled at Bo. 
Poor Bo. <laughs> Bobo. And I was like, Henry, please just get in the bath. <laughs> um. So he went to bed. I got out of the. I looked at the clock. It was like nine o two. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, thank God! I'm gonna get a nice little sleep in tomorrow. And for me, a sleep in would mean till six or so. But man, you got me like a minute. It was five o. It was five something. Very early in the morning. Five nineteen. He told me. That's that's what time my alarm is set for. No, you said. Your alarm? You got me one minute before my alarm. Yeah, okay, so 5.18. Yeah. yeah. And so I went in there and I got him. And he's like, I wanted to wake up. And he's like, what can we do? It's dark out. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah, it's dark out. We're doing nothing. So follow, follow me to the couch. I finally got him a, a little digital clock because the constant, like, asking what time it was, how long it was going to be till the light turned green. Like, it just was... Yeah. It was untenable. So we relented and went to Clock Town. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes tonight. We've entered the clock era. This <laughs> could last one day. It could last the rest of his life. We don't know. Chances are... <laughs> Stay tuned. He's never not going to have a clock in his room now. Yeah. For until the day that he dies. Long after us. In the year 2850. So we'll remember this day. December 4th. 2022 very close to d-day very close and it will forever be remembered in our home as this clock day c day yes c day mm -hmm. uh boo <laughs> um anyway um he's yeah just uh he's just that age now right now where he's like the energizer bunny of annoyance He's the energizer, but he just has a lot of uh, energy. Yeah, but then, like, at some point, like, he pops his own batteries out and decides he doesn't have energy. Yeah. Like, today, when he wanted to leave the science center, or Discovery Cube, whatever the hell it was, mm -hmm. we were like, he's like, I'm having trouble remembering where I want to go. Do I want to go over there or over there? And I was like, okay, well, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to go home. I was like, we go that way. He's like, okay. <laughs> but that's because he wanted to put on his raincoat. I know. Which we had not brought. What a weirdo. Anyway. I mean that affectionately, Henry. Henry After you've unearthed this podcast yeah. and you're finally listening to it. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor guy. Yes, I wanted a girl. And I'm delighted by you. But you're, you're real weird sometimes. <laughs> In a good way. Um... So, yeah, I have like a busy week coming up and I'm not super excited about it. You know what it is? It's that holiday rush. It is. It's Everyone's that trying like. trying to cram everything in. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's have dinner and like, or whatever and like make these plans and, and like they seem far away. And then it's like, oh shit, like I've made, like I have too much happening this week, you know? So... How many nights this week are you gone? Pretty much every night except Monday night. Classic Dory. Just like we always say, everybody. Hi, Henry. It's it's your dad from the past. Remember all those times Mama left at night? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cry me a river. He's going to ask me every night 
what time you're going to be home and to tell you to go in to check on him. And then I'll tell him that I checked on him. And then he's like, him. I had something to say. Why didn't she come in all the way? I'm like, bud. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So. I will be here. Yeah. I've got a lot of podcasting to do. I hope it happens. I'm sure it will. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well. We before we take a break though, we should remind everyone that they can email us at Matt and Dory at Gmail or Dory and Matt at Gmail. You can call or text us at 413-461-Baby. Um, we still have our Facebook group, Facebook.com slash group slash excellent adventure. And we've wrapped up the Great British Bake Off bonus apps on the Patreon, but we're discussing doing some other sort of bonus patreon content so you can check that out at patreon.com slash excellent adventure please do all right we'll be right back hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm gonna ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... 
you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those two. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everyone. We're back on the show here today. And uh, we're going to kick it off with a little thing I like to call a voicemail. Personally, I call it that. Um, this is a pregnancy question. Hi, Matt and Dory. My name is Kelsey, and I'm currently 19 weeks pregnant. I've been listening for a very long time. Um, I'm calling because our baby was just diagnosed with a pretty rare abnormality called an umbilical vein varix, which is essentially like an extra-wide dilation in the vein inside his abdomen where the umbilical cord attaches. The good news that our doctor gave us is that once a baby is born, this isn't a problem at all because he can no longer rely, he no longer relies on the cord. The scarier possibility is that while he's still in utero, this extra dilation, this extra space can cause clotting and make his heart work harder, which in the worst case can possibly lead to stillbirth, and it might also be associated with some other birth defects. I've got two main questions. One, are there any other listeners who have been diagnosed with this? And if so, I'd love to hear their experience. And then two, this is the one that will probably get some more responses, hopefully. Because the baby is essentially safer once he's out of the womb, it's likely that I'll be induced early, like around 35 to 39 weeks. But it could be even earlier if we see any signs of distress. So I'd love to hear any listener stories of an early induction that had positive outcomes and if they have any tips to prepare for an early induction. I was planning for an unmedicated labor, so this really is just throwing all of our quote-unquote plans out the window, and I'm overwhelmed with how to how to prepare for this. Our doctor told us not to worry too much about this right now, but of course, it's easier said than done. So thank you so much for helping us try to get some insights. My stats, I live in Cupertino, California, and about 1,700 square feet with just my husband, had three hot dogs from Costco this year, about to be four after we go shopping tonight, and one 50-inch TV. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. I wonder if you've... Have you been to the Winchester Mystery House? What's that? The uh, widow of uh, Winchester, the gun guy. Oh. She built the house uh, and had construction going 24-7. To, wow. And put stairs to nowhere and tiny doors and stuff like that to trick ghosts of the victims of the Winchester guns she thought was haunting her. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The signal is out. Signal's out. Past the Winchester Mystery House. <laughs> <laughs> I only bring that up because I feel... 
like I went there when I was in Cupertino training for Apple for like a week and a half or so. Um, Bo is pawing at the door, and Henry doesn't care. Oh, hi, bud. Can I blow that candle out? Yeah, sure. You did it. Thanks, bud. Henry blew out my holiday candle, which is called Christmas Cheer Limited Edition, available at Target for too much money. It was $10, I believe. Why? Why was it $10? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to make cookies. Oh, You're going to make cookies? Yeah, oh. I'm just telling something to what were you telling me, bud? Is that what you were telling me? You just yeah. came to tell me you were making cookies? Yeah. Okay. Well, have a great time making cookies. Hopefully, Holly knows that you're making cookies. <laughs> What's the recipe? <laughs> What's the recipe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just wanted to come out here and talk. And it was like sure. <laughs> Anytime he wants to come out and talk. Oh, boy. Um... Well, there you go. Our pantsless child running around in a sweater with no pants on uh, has decided he's making cookies. Uh, I wonder now, what kind of back to the, the problem of the, of the in utero baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have no advice here. I, I hope that someone listening can help you out and has some personal experience Weirdly, with this. Weirdly, I will say my initial instinct was this sounds like a thing that doctors look for just so they can say they found something. I don't think so. I'm just saying. I disagree. I'll, be, I'll, I'll reserve my judgment until I hear from people. Okay. Oh, that's how that got unplugged. I was like, how did that cable get unplugged from underneath my table to power the standing desk? Oh, it was Bo. And it was Bo. Wow. I don't understand what he's even looking for. Uh, well, there know. is no food down A there. crumb? Anyway. Okay. Now, we've got another voicemail, Dory. This Let's one's hear it. about the division of labor. Not labor, labor, but labor. Hi, Hannah from Minneapolis again. I got cut off. I just wanted to call back to close out at this time. So the longer turns out there's two from the her, longer one is first, and I, that is not written anywhere. Sorry. Wow. How See, am I supposed to know that? I'm just looking for the number. Something that I would have known. Oh, guys, I play the voicemails now, so that's why things are messed up. Hi, my name is Hannah. I am calling from Minneapolis on Thanksgiving Day as I wheel a sick toddler around and miss out on Thanksgiving, which. It's disappointing, but also, honestly, like, I fully expected this to happen because why wouldn't it? Um, anyway, I am calling about the person who called in about the division of labor, and I want to second Dory's recommendation of Fair Play. Love that book, and I want to say that both people in the relationship need to read it. I know so many women married to men who the woman has read the book, but not the man which isn't really the point. Um, but I love that that book helps you set up a system because I also want to say that the immediate postpartum months are one thing. And it's super important, obviously, to share that load. But it just keeps on going. 
And there's always new things that need to be done. And I can't say strongly enough how important it is that the norm is that 50-50 or as close as possible. Um, so, like, one, I forget who said it, Dory or Matt, but I definitely would talk to your husband about this very directly. And it is not your job to make a list. It is your job together to make a list. Um, I'm married. I'm in a same-sex relationship. But this kind of stuff doesn't come up in the same way that it seems to between a woman and a man. But I will say that my partner and I had conversations in which I would say, what works for you? How do you want the system to work? Because me creating a system is me. That's not going to work. Um, I also want to say that um, Emily Oster's newest book, which is about older kids, also talks a lot about family schedules, and I think that is another helpful framework um, for just establishing norms of who does what. Um, and in those early months, one thing we did is always agree on who was going to wake up with the baby. Um, ahead of time. <laughs> Nobody wants to decide that in a moment. So that's my one piece of advice for those first few months. My big picture piece of advice is create systems now. Talk about it now. It's going to be important for ever in a whole different way once you're parenting a child together. And I know for my partner and I, we set aside time like this Sunday for two hours while little one is napping. We're talking about our family schedule. We're talking about who has what card, which is a um, thing from Fair Play, and adjusting. It takes a lot of time, but then it makes things a lot easier moving forward. So it's definitely an investment. Both people have to be on board, but I highly recommend it. Okay, that's it. I mean, that seemingly succinctly fit on that one voice. I know, but there's well, more. I hope there's some stats involved. Let me pull this up here and bring this back to the beginning. Hi, Hannah from Minneapolis again. I got cut off. I just wanted to call back to close out, get this child home. Um, after was, what was at least a refreshing walk for me, not sure about him. Um, I'm calling from Minneapolis. No hot dogs. I'm a vegetarian. Also don't like the fake hot dogs. I think they're gross. Um, no TVs in the house. And I have no idea how many square feet, but... A thousand or a little less. Small house, two bedrooms, bungalow house. Um, that's it. Thank you. Bye. Where do you keep all your snow shovels? <laughs> Probably the garage. Minneapolis is a mighty cold city. Yeah. They probably have a garage. Mm, I hope so. If I had to guess. A Thanksgiving walk in Minneapolis could be below freezing. Oh, for sure. Yes. So... Um, thank you for this feedback. Is this a book you have read, Dory? Um, I have I have skimmed it. So you and I have both not read it. Yeah. That's a that's good. At least we're on the same page there. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I partly never like fully committed to it because I was like, Matt will never read this. Wow. Rude. And I didn't want to get into that situation. Mm. So I just did nothing. That's good. Knowing your barriers to entry really helps you <laughs> lower all expectations. Yeah, I feel like I've lowered my expectations. My expectations are like on the floor now. That's good. Yeah. I'm a bad partner. I didn't say that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I have 
there's certain things that I've learned not to expect. Mm. Interesting. Ditto. Sure. <laughs> like the time you got me Sprite Zero, I didn't expect it. It was like the happiest day of my life. That's where we're at. <laughs> wow. Marriage is great. Uh, I said, I remember because I was driving home with Greg from Vegas and I was like, I knew you had, I think it was an Instacart, must have been an Instacart or something. However, uh, how else would I have known that you Instacarted or were getting groceries? But I was like, I was like, if she got me Sprite Zero, I'm going to be the happiest husband on the planet Earth. And uh, we talked, we laughed about it for a little bit. And then I got home. It was late. It was like one o'clock in the morning. And there it was sitting on the doorstep, no less. Mm. Waiting for you. 12 pack of love. <sighs> yep. From my wife. Yep. That's me. Oh, sometimes, you know, I just am the luckiest guy in the world. <laughs> And uh <laughs> can't even say what a Again, face. <laughs> no, but it's like it really is like that's like where you're that's what that's where marriage brings you to that kind of a thing where you're like, this would make me very happy. This minor thing. <laughs> sure. Anyway, if anyone out there is thinking about getting married, do it. Yeah, it's great. It's the best. <laughs> All right. We're gonna take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And we're back. Hello. Let's take a sip of happiness here. <laughs> uh. I mean, truly, it's great. No caffeine refreshing zing i just searched for sprite zero in my in my texts and there's one from you that says i just had a sip of sprite zero that reminded me of a sip of sprite i once had out of a batman returns cup from mcdonald's in 1992 after the ice had mostly melted and mm -hmm. i said that's a very specific memory and you said data melts him with a phaser Obviously, this is for you and not John McDonough. <laughs> <laughs> Who did to melt with a phaser? Anyway, the world may never know. I don't know what the context of that discussion was. Who knows? But yeah, I share memories with my wife sometimes, <laughs> and all I get back is that's oddly specific. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but Sprite Zero. Makes Do you hear that? I, okay. I even laugh like Dom DeLuise. I mean, <laughs> like I said before, you should be people so are, lucky. People are very confused by that. I'm me talking while I was laughing. 
we made it. I mean, we made an edit, uh, and so I just was like recording over the track. That you're right. That is confusing. Um, okay, so as I mentioned at the top of the show, we did hear from a lot of people about Happy Honda Days, and I'd like to share some of those. I mean, messages. I think that if everyone could celebrate Honda Days, then wouldn't have so much confusion around the holidays. Hmm. Uh, this is from Carrie. I was just listening to the podcast and decided to write to let you know that my dad gifted my mom a Honda for Christmas one year and drove it Shut up the front door in front of the house with a giant bow on the top of it. This was probably about 14 or 15 years ago. Just thought I would let you know that sometimes really people, people really do it. Also, it's not unusual that my dad would have just picked a car for my mom without her going with him to pick it out. He's very particular in his choices about what cars they had. <laughs> and so it definitely fits that he would have just done it himself without involving her. A side note, she still drives that car to this day. All the best, Carrie. Hey, look, if you take care of a Honda, it's going to take care of you. But you Millions of miles. But you can't go out there. Oh, that's true. The door, the gate, bow, the gate's yeah. open. So... Okay. Um, we got another text. Ooh, pause the pod. I got a car with a bow driven to the side of the restaurant window. We were celebrating my birthday at. Well, Bo's tail is aggressive. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> that is Bo's tail, everyone. <laughs> it's hitting the back of Dory's chair. <laughs> I was turning 18. It was my first brand new car, and my dad was the GM at a dealer. It was tacky then. It's still tacky now. But I was 18 and had a brand new car. Oh, I thought that story was going to go, I thought it was for me, and it wasn't. Oh, no. It was for It, it was actually for went, no, nah, it was mine. <laughs> um, okay. This is from Stephanie. Mm -hmm. I was not gifted a car with a bow for Christmas, but one year, my sister-in-law bought my husband's car from us. We gave her the keys on Christmas because it was when we were going to see her and it was convenient. Turns out she bought herself a big bow. <laughs> she put the bow on top of the car and had a photo shoot with herself on the hood in our driveway for the gram. The caption to her photo did not make it clear that she bought the car for herself. It was a lot. That's very funny. P.S. With my stats, 2,900 square feet in the Conejo Valley, Ventura County with my husband, a five-year-old boy, a two-year-old boy, two rescue dogs, 100 pounds and 25 pounds, two 55-inch TVs, and one 65-inch TV. Only hot dog was one Dodger dog this year. Oh, we did not get to Dodger Stadium this year. No, I mean, I got there for Elton John. Bob Chapek did not get there for Elton John. No, <laughs> no he did not. Uh, um... Well, thank you all for, for letting us know about your happy Honda Days experiences. I'm also like delighted that there are people in our audience who did, in fact, get a car with a bow on it. Yeah. I wonder if they use the bow lady. Yeah. Bow King? What, King Bows, maybe? Something like that. Her yeah, last name was like King. That. I think her last name was King. Uh, there's one more voicemail in here. Let me clear it out of the system, and then we'll be all caught up on all voicemail. Uh, I don't see it, actually. Hmm. That's weird. Oh, I see it. Oh. I was looking at the other number. Oh, okay. Hi, Matt and Dory. I had to pause this week um, because, Dory, I feel you on the storage or the lack of. I am in central New York, so the apartment that I live in, that building was built in the 1910s. 
And we have one closet in the entire apartment, um, and that's in our living room, so it's not even anywhere near the bedroom. It is about 1,200 square feet, two-bedroom, and it's me, another grown human, 120-pound dog, an 85-pound puppy, and uh, nowhere to put our stuff. So we have a little back porch area that we have an Ikea cupboard, and that's where all of our pantry items go. We have gotten creative with shelves and random places to hold towels and linens, and we share the one closet, and it's been interesting, but lots of things shoved under beds and furniture that can also be used as storage has been the lifesaver, but I cannot wait for the day that we have more space and more cupboards and closets and places to put all of our crap. Anyway, no babies, nothing like that. Just know where to put them. Somehow heard you guys unnoticed and then got emotionally invested, and here I am. <laughs> uh, two TVs. Ditto. The living room is probably about a 55-inch, 42-inch uh, in the bedroom that very rarely gets used. And let's see, for me, this year, maybe four hot dogs, um, but they're Nathan's, so I know they don't count for All beef. Uh For my boyfriend, he's probably had 12 hot dogs, all pork, natural casing. Nice. So I know that counts in your ticker. Those yeah, are the ones. that's about it. Anyway, love listening to you guys. Thanks. Thanks for calling in and telling us about your one closet. Yeah. How would you deal with one closet, Dory? Not well. I can barely function with the number of closets we have now. Is your ideal house every wall is a false wall that has a closet in it? My ideal house is just a bunch of closets. Right. With like... Is there there any living space? There's like one tiny room with a bed. I got you. (laughs) Everything else. Otherwise... Everything else is a closet. Yeah. Because ideally you just would like to not see any of your stuff. You'd like to have your stuff but not see it. Um, I mean, not everything, but I, I just, I just feel like I don't have enough room for my stuff and our stuff. I feel like we have a lot of stuff and it's not even closets. It's like closets, but then it's also just like general storage areas. You know, when you go to somebody's house and it's like, oh, is this an Airbnb? Like what's happening here? Where, where's all your stuff? <laughs> well, especially when they have kids and it's like. It's like an Airbnb. But you know that there's like this somewhere. One of these rooms. One of their Maybe. rooms looks like this. I mean, fine. Even if one room, even if one closet looked like this, like I just, you know. Closet. That's that's a big ass. Yeah. So but All I'm saying is like, it's there. It's somewhere. Who I can guess. live like that besides Moby? I guess. I don't know. I'd like to live like that. I always think that I would anyway. Like a movie I see, I go to a, like a, you know, we go to an Airbnb or something like that. And I'm like, I have everything we need here. What am I, what do, why do we have so much stuff? I have so many things I could say that I'm not going to say right now. You have a lot of stuff too. I do, but I don't why have. Why are you attacking me? I'm not attacking you. You are by saying so many things I could say right I mean, now, I'm, I'm in a, gonna... I'm in an office that has how many guitars? How many golf clubs do you have? Like, it's just, you know, you have a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
I like it. I know, but then you say that you could live without any of it, which I, I don't think, think is when true. When I go on vacation, hello, is anyone related to this out there? Have, any, have you ever thought at home that maybe on a vacation you're like, oh wow, I think I could live like this, but the reality is, you know, you can't. Can anybody relate to that? Because my wife can't. I can write it and tell me. I can relate to that. Because obviously she can't. What? What? That's all I was doing was simply relating, or relaying rather, how I feel and the confusion of like, when I come back, why is all this stuff here? Mm, And I can't get rid of it. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a text from someone who wrote, hey, have you read the book series Everything Goes on Land slash Air slash Sea? Has a transportation curious guy named Henry in it. Our son Jack, three and a half, loves it. Um, We have not, but I'm going to look it up. I'll tell you what Henry's been really into lately. Dory makes up books about her body parts. (laughs) It's very weird. (laughs) So she does an arm book handbook leg book and then the tummy book which got a little spooky for henry one night when I, dory I went, went into great detail about down, her cesarean section I went down it was like it was like i said one thing and it just everything just led to more things that i was like why am i saying this why am i saying this but then he just kept asking questions and i don't want to lie to him and henry was <laughs> Very sad that so he sad. was removed from Dory's womb. So sad. Without being consulted. He didn't want to go. He's like, he didn't want to leave. Uh, why did we take him out? What happened to you? Why did they cut you? Where did they cut you? <laughs> how did they stitch you up? How did they put you back together? <laughs> yeah, how did they put you back together? Like, and just like, like sad crying about it. And I just walked in and I was like, what is happening? And And then like you said the next thing. And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It all started with a belly button. (laughs) It went downhill from there. I like, I mean, there's like a time and a place. Look, I get it. Before bed is not the time. I get it. I was not something that I set out to do. Like I said, it just all like it just snowballed. And before I knew it, I was talking about getting cut open (laughs) and removing a baby out of my womb that happened to be Henry. Yeah. So look, I accept responsibility. Where they put your stomach? (laughs) Surprised you didn't go into detail about that. I was just like, I can't. <laughs> oh, boy. Henry, okay. Henry gets sad when he thinks that there was a time that he was uh, in need of someone, but they weren't there. Yeah, I think that's accurate. So, like, there's a picture of him in the in his bedroom where his crib is, like, you know, six feet out from the wall because he had just bumped it so many times. Um, and he gets sad about it because he's like, "Was were you home? <laughs> what why happened? Would, yeah. Why would I? Why would I get the crib out that far if you were home?" And I had to like tell him, "I was like, you weren't upset. You, you just, just did, did this. it. You liked doing it." And he's like, "But was Mama home?" 
Why didn't know anyone come get me? Oh, <laughs> Bubu. So it's like, you know, uh, when I hear him in the morning, it's, I have to like, there's like the fine line between like yelling back to him mm-hmm. that I'm coming or just like bolting up as fast as I can mm. and running in. Because it doesn't take him long to get genuinely sad about not being helped. Yeah. It's very weird. Well. Are you genuinely sad about not being helped? Right in. Um, that brings us to the end of the show. Reminder, you But can... Dory should publish the arm book. <laughs> but the other books, I think she can skip for now. Yeah. Um, you can get up to two bonus episodes per month, plus anything else we decide to recap or whatever. Um, and that's at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. You also get your name read on the podcast as a little thank you. So thank you to the following. This Patreon was a YouTube supporters. video. These names would be scrolling by very quickly right now. Mm. Angie James. Britt S. Baker. Josephine W. Ariana Perry. Bethany. Carol Balala McNamara. Cecily Templeton. Christina. Diana Martin. Emily F. Erica. Evelyn Schmevelin. Jamie Stoke. Jenna Marie Nelson. Uh, Jennifer Zayas. Maria Baker. Uh, Marie, sorry, Mary Jo George. Nassim Kansari. Olivia Fahey. Alicia. Anne Ratliff. Anna. That's true. Charlotte Nunes. Don. Katie Allen. Mickey Smith. Mimi Steinberg. Sophia F. Stephanie S. Carolyn Land. Jennifer H.S. Tyler Rosewood. Abba N. Alec Meredith Fletcher and Florence Babel. Alex Liu. Amanda Crochet. Amanda Powell. Amy. Andrew Brenneman. Andrew McClure. Angela. Ann Fluker. Ann Kay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Anonymous. April Hallwerda. Ariel. Ashley. Ashley Cicely. Becca Foster. Bethany G. Brittany Nelson. Bruno Macias. Carly Moore. Uh, Carolyn Crampton. Carolyn N. Carrie Muller. Casey Rowe. Kathy Hill. Chinami Worth. Cynthia Meisner. Diana. Diana Robinson. Dona Gomez. And Dr. Beverly Crusher. Thank you. Well, that was a hoot. Guys, get those emails in. We'll answer them. Bye. Or voicemail. Whatever. You know. Yeah. I play them now, so send them. Bye. Bye.